The following is my conversation with Nick Carter, a brilliant mind in the field of Browning. In his paper, Subjective Responses to Objective Responses to Objective Stimuli, Nick discusses an important issue that many people may not be aware of. He talks about how subjective our experiences can be even when we're interacting with things that are objectively, right? So today, I would like to ask Nick a question time that's been on my mind for quite some time. How do we determine what is subjective and what is objective? And does it even matter? Let's discuss this topic and see where it takes us. Enjoy. This show is produced in partnership with Orphe Gorgets. If you're ever in the market for a pair of gorgets, be sure to check out Orphe Gorgets. They have a wide variety of styles and sizes, so you're sure to find something that fits your needs. Without further ado, let's get to the show. Hello, Nick. Thank you for doing this interview. Of course, no problem. So in your paper, Subjective Responses to Objective Stimuli, you talk about how subjective our experiences can be, even when we're interacting with things that are objectively, right? Can you give us an example? Sure. Say I'm looking at a tree and I see that the leaves are turning yellow. To me, that's an objectively correct stimulus. The leaves are changing color. But to someone else, that same tree might look completely different. Their experience of the tree might be different due to their personal preferences or mood. So what you're saying is that there is subjectivity even within our experiences. That's right. And this is something that many people may not be aware of. We often think of things as being either objective or subjective, but this isn't always the case. In fact, most of the time, subjective experiences are part of our everyday lives. So does it really matter if our experience is subjective or not? Actually, I think it does matter a lot. Subjective experiences can have a big impact on our thoughts and feelings. For example, if I feel happy when I see a beautiful sunset, that's because my subjective experience of the sunset has affected my mood. And if my mood is affected, then my thoughts and actions are likely to be affected as well. So in short, subjective experiences can have a big impact on our lives. Do you have any other examples? Sure. Let's say I'm walking through a forest and I see a deer hiding behind a tree. To me, that's an objectively correct stimulus. The deer is hiding. But to someone else, that same deer might just look like a piece of meat to them. Their experience of the deer might be completely different due to their personal preferences or beliefs. So again, subjectivity exists even within our objectively correct experiences? That's right. And this is something that many people may not be aware of. We often think of things as being either objective or subjective, but this isn't always the case. In fact, most of the time, subjective experiences are a part of our everyday lives. So in short, in order to have an objective experience, we need to be aware of subjective experiences and take them into account. Is that fair to say? I think so. Subjective experiences can be a valuable part of our lives if we're prepared to accept them. That makes a lot of sense. Mm. So in the end, it doesn't really matter if our experiences are subjective or not. As long as we're aware of them and take them into account, everything should be okay. That's probably true. But I think it's always helpful to have a frame of reference when dealing with subjective experiences. For example, it can be helpful to think of them as being part of a global story that we're all living in. That's definitely true. Do you have any final thoughts on this topic? I don't really have any final thoughts other than to say that subjective experiences are a part of our everyday lives and that it's important to be aware of them. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, that was a lively discussion with Nick Carter on the topic of subjectivity. In his paper, Subjective Responses to Objective Stimuli, Nick discusses the idea of subjective experiences and how they can have a big impact on our thoughts and feelings. He also gives us some examples of how subjective experiences can be a part of our everyday lives. 
So overall, I think it's important to be aware of subjective experiences and take them into account when trying to have an objective experience. Thanks for listening. And now today's poem read by none other than Nick Carter. It's titled, The One That Got Away. The one that got away was the one I wanted to keep, but she was just too hard to hold and I couldn't keep up with her pace, so I let her go.